Macho Man podcast. Don't don't start. Are you recording already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't starting starting so like today's story. Okay, Dad. Can you? <laughs> no, clearly I'm going to edit this out. So no, no, leave it all in. We we never ed- edit anything out. Remember? No, 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 no. You never edit anything out. I have to don't. go through with all the silence. No, no, no. The silence can you leave all this in? I'm telling you. Uh. I want you know people to know. I I I want people to know what what uh, all the behind the scenes are. And you like today's story. Yeah, you haven't even started yet. You know, bloody no enthusiasm, nothing. <laughs> okay, okay, we start now. You leave all that in. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, it's not gonna happen. People like this kind of nonsense. I want people to know how rubbish you are. You leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to the Macha Man Podcast uh, and uh, this is me, Kavit J and... Ah, uh, yeah, Kiran lah. Ah, uh, there you see? You see how it sounds like when you're not enthusiastic? You saw or not? <laughs> well, no, hey, I, I wanted to start enthusiastic but this is what happens, okay? Anyway, uh, welcome to the Macha Man Podcast where we talk nonsense for one hour but since it's MCO, so... Yeah, la, we, we're doing this online. La. We bluff y'all. La. We said the last one was going to be the last one until they lift the lockdown or whatever it is. Yeah, but the fuckers not lifting the lockdown. Or what, it's dude? never going to happen. They're going to lift it only in November. Ni, you watch. Only when everybody dies of starvation. La, that's mm, 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 mm. Uh, so anyway, uh, wait. So do usually we start off with a little uh, matcha news. So. Uh, Kiran, you want to take over yeah, this yeah. part? So, uh, usually for uh, Macha News, um, I've always been putting stories from India. Yes, yes. But No jingle all this time. No need, no need. Oh, no, no effort, huh? Zach not here. <laughs> okay, minimum effort. <laughs> minimum effort. Uh, but uh, for this episode, uh, we are recording this on the, on the uh, 6th of February. Okay. The year that our Lord left us, 2021. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'm very upset with India, so I'm not going to do any news from India. Okay. We all know what's happening in India. Like. If you don't know, then go and find out. <clears throat> the, the the farmers in India are protesting the government and the government is... I mean, be, India government lately for the past few years have been mistreating all their people. Like. So, you know, Modi and all that can go and, and screw himself. No, the best part that I like about all this is that they are angry now with Rihanna. The government and the government's uh, uh, people are angry with Rihanna because they are angry with Rihanna because and Greta she actually, yeah. I mean, I don't care about Greta, but like, but like, oh, because Rihanna went and said, "Hey guys, there's some humanitarian crisis going on. Maybe we should talk about it." Yeah, yeah, and and the government, like, hey, who you think you are, lah? Uh-huh. Huh? Are you big Rihanna? Is it? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I guarantee you, more people like her than like the government. No? I know, right? <laughs> so today's news comes from the 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 land of the of the uh, uh, what do you call this um, Tesco brand matcha Malaysia. Okay, Tesco brand matcha. I thought the Tesco brand matcha was Sri Lanka. No, no, no. You shut your mouth, huh? Oh, that's a giant brand, is it? What? No, no, no. The macro. <laughs> <laughs> Remember macro. Yes, the one where you had to have a card to get in. You only, but the only, yeah, the only problem everybody had a card. Yeah, only members can go and shop there, and they made it seem like such a special thing to get membership. Everyone had it, no. Everyone had it. My uncle had it. I, 
I was six years old. I had it. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a like a wholesale place kind of thing, right? Yeah, if only like apparently only if you have a business that you need to buy wholesale stuff that you can get the card to buy it because they'll be cheaper for you because then you can use it. But somehow everybody had everybody was buying like a. Like seventeen liters of soy sauce for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time my neighbors, auntie, uncles, all also they all went to macro. They come back with like, like you said, la pallets of rice. <laughs> yeah. Only three people in the house, no. Uh, actually, two. Uh, actually, two people, and one dog. <laughs> yeah. They got so much food. They'll come back with a metric ton of stuff, which they're not going to use. I know it's cheaper, relatively, yeah. but. How much are you going to use? It's not worth it for you to go to shop in Macro unless you have access to a lorry, you know, to carry back all the things. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, for those of y'all who are young and stupid and y'all don't know what's Macro, go and Google. So uh, today's story, I found this from a website, a Malaysian website called The Smart Local. Okay, so it's a very rare website. Yeah, yeah, correct. Ah. So this story comes from last year, October 9th. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it goes: Singaporean man living in KL. Okay, I'm out already. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I also like at the beginning, like why, why? I it's it's it's. I don't want to do, do any story for Singapore, but never lah. Okay. Yeah, 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 Singaporean man living in Malaysia, as they do. Yeah, they do lah. They can afford. They can uh, afford. We cannot. Cannot. <laughs> to live in Malaysia, no, not to live in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Singaporeans can afford to live here. Malaysians cannot. <laughs> uh, Singaporean man living in KL shares spender drama at his condo and the funny notes his neighbors wrote. Okay, wait. Spender drama, as in spender lah. Spender, as in as in the Malay spender. Ah, uh-huh. spender. Or or spender hey, God, big spender. spender. No, no, no. Or, Oh, no, not that spender. Spender. <laughs> oh, spender. Uh-huh. Okay. No, no, you have to say it like that. Oh, sorry, spender. sorry. Spender. Uh, uh, okay. So, okay. Uh, on the 6th of October, uh, 2020, right? Yeah. Facebook user Van J. Edward. Okay. A resident from Singapore who lives in an unnamed condo in KL shared a story of the traveling boxes. Okay. First of all, Van J. Edward. So, he's a matzale fella. Okay. Who claims to be Singaporean. I mean, the only real Singaporeans are the Matsales, what you know, right? <laughs> that is a good point. Like, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, traveling boxes. Yeah. Uh, Wait, uh, is, this like the, is this like the chronicles of the uh, traveling pants or something? Uh? It's, it's, you see, if it was that, it's okay. You know, this is just, this goes to show you, right? You uh, see, you see the story. Uh, okay. I will just read it out. Okay. Uh, traveling boxes and the drama that broke out between two of his neighbors because of the undergarments. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this fellow went and shared a series of photos and the handwritten notes posted on the letterboxes of the unit uh, in his condo, along with the caption that said, "Drama in my condo due to spender slash undies." Okay. So you only only a Singaporean will go through this drama, but okay, go on. Yeah, I I. I don't think it it's involving him, but it's just some issue going on there, and this and this quote unquote Singaporean fellow found it hilarious, lah. Okay. Okay. So so he's he's he posted one photo. Okay, the note was attached to a plastic bag of uh, of the underwear. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and the note okay. written in Malay said, ah, hi, 
Kami minta jaga jasa baik untuk tolong berhenti membuang sampah anda ke bawah rumah kami. Okey. Rumah kami bukan tempat pembuangan sampah. Okey. Okay. Malaya, then it switched. Please be civilized and respectful of others. We believe you ada tong sampah sendiri to dump your rubbish in. I like the way he's switching between English and Malay. This is perfect. So I think okay, this this joker is probably Mat Saleh, so he doesn't understand how Asians work. Okay, so anyway, subtitles just for people who don't. No need, understand. no need, no need, no need, no need. No need, no need, no need. They can go. Okay. They they can go to hell. If you if you if you don't if you don't understand Malay, get out of the country. No, no, first of all, there's a lot of people who are listening from outside the country too. Ah, uh, then I I'll, I'll I just I I said the stuff in 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 English word. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But no, the thing is, look, I mean, we cannot be narrow-minded. You know, some people okay, fine, may accident, fine. accidentally click on our link. Okay, I'll do okay. it. I'll do it. Okay, uh, okay. Uh. Hi, okay. So, so what you are talking about is the Singaporean people listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Because there is one trigger word of Singaporean living in Malaysia. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh. Hi, we appeal to your good conscience to kindly stop throwing your garbage below into our house. Our house is not a dumping ground. Please be civilized and respectful of others. We believe you have a garbage can of your own to dump your rubbish in. Well done. That was a very good translation. No, 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 no. The website wrote it. Oh fuck! Okay, <laughs> you thought you thought I translated, uh? I thought you did it off the top of your head, and the words you used were perfect. Like you know, it was like edited. I can barely read. Editor. Like, I can like like the only person who can read worse than me is you. No. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue with that because that is true. Yeah. Okay. That is absolutely true. All right. So the note was posted on the letterbox of Unit Ten Zero Seven and is believed to be have sent by a resident living in Nine Zero Seven. Okay, okay. The downstairs lah. Okay. Downstairs, okay, because of the phrase below our house. A response soon came back from the neighbor who was blamed. Mm. Okay. Wait, this fellow is not even involved. Yeah. Okay. He's not even involved. He's he's like a he's he's like a foreign journalist, you know, like for the AP like that, right? <laughs> okay. Associated pants. Okay. Another pundela. Uh-huh. Uh, so the response came back and it said, "To owner whatever lah, they put name out, right? I think you are pointing. I I'm reading this verbatim ah, uh-huh. from the note. I uh-huh. think you are pointing wrong person. Ini bukan barang dari unit saya. Okay. Saya tidak mengenali item ini dan kiriman di letterbox yang anda tinggalkan dan tujukan pada kami adalah salah dan bukan barang kami." Saya harap selepas ini mungkin pihak tuan boleh selidik dulu dari mana MANE MANE okey okey sampah in quotes ini datang dan bukan terus aim unit kami sekian terima kasih okey so and then they posted a picture of two underwears ah <laughs> with the note from there right so the fellow is saying this is not mine you know uh, uh-huh. uh, make sure you investigate first before you point to the wrong person I believe you sent it to the wrong letterbox. Okay. 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 So while so now this is what the website wrote. While situations such as this often end up dying down or result in awkward glances, uh, and the mystery left unsolved, this was not one of them. In a plot twist, Ujo, I am not Chamlen lah. Correct. The uh. the plot twist was a third resident in the condo confessed that the undergarments were his. <laughs> Okay, so he taped a note addressing both units nine zero seven and ten zero seven on their letter boxes. He signed off with YC, 
and he uh-huh. apologized okay so this is what the note said i'm going to read from the photo because it's funnier than the actual translated thing okay okay hi 907 and 1007 sai so sorry abang abang gaduk sebab spender saya <laughs> Okay. Story sebenarnya adalah saya jemur spender saya pada waktu siang. Malangnya, angin with three ends very kuat. All in caps. Ah. <laughs> angin yang kuat! Ah, angin very kuat. Dan menyebabkan spender saya terfly <laughs> ke, unit, okay. ke unit victim 907. Lucky. Okay, victim, right? Lagi, It's okay. <laughs> lagipun, saya found out spender Uniqlo saya hilang pada hari <laughs> pada hari kedua. Very important ada brand. <laughs> he, he wants people to know. Okay? Okay, okay. Bukan salah 907, bukan salah 1007, salah angin kuat. <laughs> Blame it on the wind. Blame it on the wind. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. This is the best part. Uh. In in the conclusion, okay. Sebagai tanda kemaafan saya, okay. Saya ingin menjemput abang-abang unit 907 dan 1007 untuk dinner KFC yang percuma. <laughs> Jika anda interested, ini nombor kontak saya. <laughs> so wait, this fella can okay. English is so hancur, okay. Malay is so hancur, okay. In the conclusion, hmm. Uh, at the at, oh, look at the end of the day, they got free KFC. I mean, yo, if this happened to me, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I would, I would, I, I will immediately for 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 you, you as long as it's hot and spicy, I immediately forgive for forgive him. Huh? Yeah. No. Hey, look, listen. Okay, I've lived in condos before in my life, and I know how bad. Like you know, when you when you hang clothes outside. Mm. And the wind blows it away, and then it goes out, and then you will never find it again yeah. because it either goes into someone's house or you know something like that, lah. But the only problem is like you can't blame anybody for it. Cannot. But at least this time they found it out. Okay. There was a central mystery. Hmm. It got solved. Okay. And I think everybody lived happily ever after, lah. Okay. Fair enough. I remember when I was living in a condo once. I this was uh I can't remember the year, but when the ice bucket challenge yes. was a thing right okay. and someone tagged me to do the ice bucket challenge okay so i had to do and i where can i do right so i had to do it in the balcony mm. oh. right so i so i was doing like my video my wife was holding the, my the camera my significant other was holding Pull the it. camera i know uh and then you know i was like hey you know uh This the ice bucket challenge. I was I was nominated by this per, this person this person. Mm. Now I nominate this person this person. So I and then I picked up the bucket through the water and I didn't realize that because the balcony water dropped to the the lower floor. No? You forgot how balconies work, lah. I forgot how balconies work. Okay. And and basically the people downstairs they were like, hey. Okay. Yes. Look look gila lah. And then. Ah, what? Okay. So this was the week you moved out, right? <laughs> No, no. Me and my wife straight away we ran into the house, closed the glass door, and just sat out. Like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, this is what you do if the people downstairs don't know where it's coming from, uh-huh. right? When you hear them shout, you also shout the same thing. Oi, gila gatas! So just blame the people on top. That's the best thing about apartments. You can always blame the people on top. 
only problem is i was on the top floor ah okay then you screwed <laughs> yeah i'm screwed anyway uh great story so look the thing is you started with a story outside of india because you always do a story in india i, I don't want to i'm very angry with them about how they are treating people so it's not good fair enough fair enough uh but i uh my story is uh i usually do malaysian stories mm. but screw it lah i'm going to do something else yes sir no lah okay. uh, still a malaysian okay, story okay okay but it starts off in switzerland <coughs> oh ah eh okay 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 let's let's so, let's do this so have you heard of the name bruno manser bruno mars yes no bruno manser i don't know who this guy is okay so shut bruno mans i don't know no, no. <laughs> that's not how last name hey, works you shut up like you know is it i know you know how names I, in switzerland work is it yeah their last name is are you a switzerlander <laughs> i could have just said swiss you know <laughs> I know it was so much easier so much yes, shorter you yes. went the other way yeah. Are you on Alps? Are you on Alps? <laughs> anyway, Bruno Manser was born in Basel, Switzerland okay. on the 25th of August 1954. Okay. So he's already winning lah. He's already winning, yes. Okay. Uh one of three boys and two girls mm-hmm. born to a factory worker. All right. Okay, now Bruno's parents wanted him to become a doctor. I mean okay so his parents were indian wait so there are people outside of asia also who force their children to be doctors is it i'm very sure there's people outside anywhere like i'm sure anywhere lah i mean in america they want to be doctor but they want he wanted him to be a doctor lah but uh, bruno was the only one in the family to finish school okay <laughs> all right i mean i uh, good 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 for him good for him i mean it's a good start if you wanted to be a doctor first thing you need to do is i mean the minimum lah minimum effort also finish school that's the basic requirement i think <laughs> exactly where he once said he felt like a cow uh, i'm sorry he felt like a cow cow yeah okay why ah yeah? just just chewing the food fed to me as a pupil oh okay okay so he's being philosophical about the education system lah yes okay, yes okay okay uh, i i i thought like in the early 60s also he just identified as a cow you know what i mean that would have been very, very interesting no <laughs> you you are not that far off. i yeah <laughs> no la no la uh but uh, after he graduated bruno went to the mountains no. in the alps see i see i told you uh, uh, they all it's all there they, they are mountain people uh to learn from the shepherds and farmers about being a cow uh no la i mean just he was he, he was complaining about being a cow and then he went to agriculture yeah exactly okay When his high school diploma arrived, ah, uh, he failed everything. <laughs> no, no, no. He he finished school. What? Okay. He he fed it into the flames of a pot-bellied iron stove. Okay, that's quite badass, actually. I like that, lah. Huh? Yeah, he's just like ah, screw it, ah. But you see, ah, uh, mm. Western people can do that and they'll still be okay. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? If, yeah, that, me, but even if our family, no matter what we got, we burn our SPM CGL. My father will jump after he jump into the fire and take out the sigil. No, know? he will take out the sigil, throw you in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because apparently you can transfer name one, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's Now this is your certificate. Uh-huh. Uh so he was a modest and shy boy growing up. Okay. While also showing a, a love for the outdoors mm-hmm. and an anti-establishment slant. Hey, this he sounds like a nice chap, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's 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 a nice chap. Okay. 
at 18 years old mm. <clears throat> he rejected military service oh 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 so switzerland is kind of like singapore where they have It's compulsory uh, national compulsory service. national service so he 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 rejected it because he believed in non-violent methods so he was a he was a great he read books about gandhi he's a bloody hippie lah He's a hippie, lah. He's okay. he's hundred percent a hippie. Okay. Right. So he he read books about Gandhi and you know all the non-violent Nelson Mandela. Mm. So he believed in non-violence. So he doesn't want to go to military. So his country, uh, had uh, his country sent him to jail for four months because of it. Oh, okay. Four months to get out of how many years national service? Exactly. I mean, two. Your your whole life, right? I think. I think I don't know if it's Switzerland or Sweden that I read somewhere where like even though you are yeah yeah you you go for national service but you're still considered like reserve or something even after you are after you leave yeah even in Singapore same thing what yeah. you are always you are always in the service uh-huh. like and you have to go for refresher course you know every six, every two years or something you go for six months refresher course take a lot of time over there <laughs> yeah once he was out of jail okay he stayed uh, in the hills. He went up again to the hills, yeah, and stayed for another twelve years <laughs> in the hills, in the Alps, herding cows and making cheese. This cow thing, I think, is a theme lah here in his life. Yeah, uh, seeking work knowledge of the old ways, which is how to work with wood and leather, tan hides, stitch clothes. And uh, Monica, his sister, okay. Monica Manser, okay. remembers visiting her brother <clears throat> and coming across a cow that had fallen into a ditch and broken its leg. Okay, Bruno immediately cut its throat. Ah, uh... and with Monica's help, butchered and skinned it on the spot. Okay, I, I, I mean, I don't know how that's relevant to anything. I just. just... It seems like kind of a overreaction. I know, right? The uh, cow fell down. Like, ayo, I fell down. Ah, no, no, cut, I cut understand. Like, like you know how horses and all that. Sometimes they get injured. They put them down because they cannot walk or whatever. No, the only reason horses, if they break their leg, you shoot them, is because they become useless. Right. So as race horses <coughs> because they will never run again. So these are farm animals. You're telling me you couldn't have like treated it ah. Uh? Exactly, nursed it back to health. Maybe But okay, guess, maybe the flower would have had a slight limp lah. Or me or the fact that look, who's going to carry a cow out of a ditch? Look, this guy is obviously setting himself up to be the Gandhi of cows. <laughs> okay, from from school time also he was like cow this cow that. <laughs> And then very early in the story, he kills one. I'm like, I'm scared to see where this is going, Adila. Uh, somewhere in uh, after that, Bruno then went to a university library mm-hmm. to read up on denizens of the rainforest. He was very interested in rainforest. He was very interested in nature, so he wanted to read up about it. So he went to the library. He picked up a book about you know rainforest, and he found out about all the people who live in rainforest. Right? Okay. So I I can I think I can see where this is going already. Uh, he lived in the hills and he learned the old ways. Uh, okay, which sounds like some some this is this is this is the backstory of a horror movie, you know, that the that the main players find out that they're worshiping some old spirit demon god or something. Right, right. And then, okay, and then this this player decided, you know what, I'm going to double down on this lah. <laughs> okay. 
maybe maybe that's the story okay, maybe okay, not you can, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I'm 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 saying the way our stories go uh, on this podcast uh, it's going to turn very cultish or very demonic very soon you might be surprised okay. uh, maybe I would maybe mm. so that year he ventured to southeast asia to find a deep essence of humanity okay, okay. yeah uh. as as any white person would la correct yeah because these are the only people who will come to this part of the world uh-huh. and say that no this is this is how uh, 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 this this is where real humanity lives and real spiritualism and all that and then the rest of us here are like why our wifi no not strong enough huh? that's, that's what and we are we are doing a podcast through fucking zoom yeah these uh, these bloody idiots come to our part of the world and act as though like it's all mystical and there's something greater and i want to find the true meaning of things right, right, right. and and all the rest of us one is like when is the next sales <laughs> good <laughs> when is the next 11 11 lazada sales uh, uh, we don't care no we don't care. we're still waiting for ps5 you know that's how mm mm, mm. The, you know one with nature we are yeah actually that's what we should do la like any of this uh, western hippies come here right tell them we uh, i will teach you the secrets of the world for a ps5 no you just pay me <laughs> you just you just give me a bank account no need please get rid of your material possessions <laughs> get rid of it to my material possessions uh, give it to uh, me which is over here give it to me because uh, we asians we can convert your material possessions to to chila that's just lie to them la i hey, think you know that's a, that's been done before right where they just uh, trick uh, all these travelers or these backpackers oh uh. yeah 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 i mean you know look in india mm-hmm. where they <laughs> have course. those cult the actual cult yeah so there was this one guru i can't remember his name the very famous one la the talk cock lot there's a lot right no definitely the one very famous on youtube he talk cock satyananda vla Ah that flirt. So he decided to come up with a plan, right? Okay. So now if you give if you're rich, mm. right? And you want to take your money with you to the next I saw this birth. Yeah. Yeah, to the next birth, what they will do is they will they will they will they will have a trust fund for you. Yeah. Right? So you 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 transfer all your money to them. You die. Right? they will find you in your next birth mm. and give you the money how much you want to bet ah uh, the uh. the the person they choose who's the reincarnation uh-huh. is, is 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 related to the board of directors <laughs> of course no no of course you know no, I mean? without doubt so <laughs> the point is how you know like yeah. how you know yeah. no no there's no way it's it's complete utter nonsense exactly so okay so where was i uh So he wanted to go to Southeast Asia to find a deep essence of humanity okay. yeah. and the people who are still living close to their nature. Okay. Yeah, which is how many people? About 3 of them lah. Even uh, even even our like so for them in their mind they would think that would be like what the orang asli, right? Yeah lah. And uh, you do realize that even our orang asli is was complaining about the government, you know. <laughs> yeah, the Sungai Buloh there. Ah, uh, you see? <laughs> even i mean the orangasis way of life is one thing but they also they want things to be modern no no but you know you know okay in damansara padana right yes. at the back there yeah. the, at the back there is an orang asli settlement mm. right 
Because they cut off the jungle to make these settlements. To to make Damansara Utama, basically. Oh, no, not Damansara, Damansara Padana. Right? Uh, so they, oh, they, behind. Okay, 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 okay. I know, uh, I know, I know which I'm talking about. Okay, behind, okay. Yeah. So they have, like, I've we have, we've done a shoot there, right? And what this what they gave to Orang Asli is a bunch of bungalows okay. in Damansara Padana to live. Okay. They were living in huts before this. They don't care about the houses. Okay. Okay, so I had to drive in. These these orang asli's really didn't care. So what they did was they basically just renting the house and they're living in the jungle still. Mm. So like it doesn't make sense. Like you okay, we cut down your house. We'll give you a, a luxury house, a bungalow, yeah. which you don't want. No, no, no. They they don't care about that. They you you leave my original house alone, right? Right. That's what they right. want. You leave yeah, exactly. You leave my original house alone and you as the government stop destroying the forest la. Exactly. That's all they want. So uh he first spent a few months with some Bangkok farmers. Okay. I mean he wanted to be one with nature. I don't know why he went to Bangkok yeah. out of all places. Yeah. Uh, Bangkok but... farmers somewhere where 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 their agricultural production is like one of the biggest things there, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's the what do you call that? The second, third largest in uh, Southeast Asia, the rice farmers, lah. Rice actually. farmers, lah. Yeah. Uh, then he went to Kelantan. Okay. First of all, bad move. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, I guess Thailand, Kelantan. No, no, I, know, I guess, lah. I, I know. I uh, mean, I mean, he he wouldn't know, lah. But like, if you ask any other Malaysian, it's like, hey, for my first place in Malaysia, I'm going to go Kelantan. I'll be like, whoa. Remember, this is 1996. Uh? Hey, I mean, Kelantan's been Kelantan, la, let's be honest. <laughs> Kelantan's no, always no, Kla- been... at, at that time, Kelantan would be in 1974. So, same thing. La. It's still, it's still uh, there. <laughs> oh, it's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not gone far, very much further. In, in, and then... Gone back. <laughs> and then, Klan- first, first he went to Kelantan, and then he went to Trunganu. Okay. Where the family he was staying with... <clears throat> Uh, told him of the Penan tribe in Sarawak. Okay. Okay. The indigenous people who still lived in the middle of Sarawak's lush jungles, totally okay. separate from civilization. In 1994, he joined a Gunung Mulu caving expedition. All right. All right. So he's he he he's he's back to his mountainous uh, roots, lah. Ah, so he he joined. You know, he joined a like a expedition, like with the tour guide and everything, right? So after the expedition was finished, he bid goodbye to everyone and ventured back into the jungle. <laughs> Wait, what? Himself. Wait, so he joined the expedition. Ah. Uh, he joined the expedition to find out, like, okay, okay, so this is the jungle. Okay, go here, go there, learn a bit few tricks and trades from the from the tour guide. And then uh expedition finished already, they came back to base camp. <laughs> He told them, okay, bye. So the, and sucked so, off back into the jungle. So when the group was leaving and then the tour guide said, okay, everybody, now we need to go back. He's like, no, I'm, yeah, I'm um, just, y'all, y'all, y'all go lah. It's okay. No, y'all, y'all go. I'll, I'll wait here. No, I'm, uh, y'all, y'all go lah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good right here. Yeah, yeah. In I, this, in fact, the, you know what? I'm going back in. Yeah. <laughs> then the guy, no, no, no. We, we, the van is waiting downstairs. He said, y'all, y'all go. Y'all go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't be late for the van. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm just gonna tie my shoelace and come. Uh, no, he did. I I don't think he was bothered giving excuses. <laughs> he just like fuck off, lah. You all just fuck off, just Go lah. I paid you already. Just go lah. So he ventured off to the jungle by himself, 
to find the fable tribe. Right, so he wanted to find the Penan tribe, and you have to understand that they lived far away from civilization. They lived in the jungle, so you actually had to trek like a lot to find them. This is, I mean, East Malaysia is big, lah. Yeah. So after several false starts mm-hmm. and brushes with death in the forest, of course, yeah. I mean, see, at one at one point he got lost. Yeah. Uh, he ran out of food. Yeah. Uh, he he was so hungry that he got violently ill. Okay. Uh, eating a poisonous palm heart. Okay, I just, I find it so hilarious, right? The image of this white flower running around the jungle getting sick, you know? <laughs> Wait till I show you the pictures of the white flower. Oh. Oh, no. And then eventually, after days or a month of uh, tracking through the jungle, he finally found the Penan tribe. So this Joker like like took three classes on how to uh, how to navigate a forest, and then he thought he can do it on his own. Yeah. Okay. Basically, he, I mean, I come from the Alps where the jungle is not as thick, but you know what? I'm going to go for an expedition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. to a Mulu cave, and then I learned everything I know already. Yeah. I lived with farmers in Bangkok, so obviously I'm I'm basically Bear Grylls now, right? That's what he's trying yes, to say. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so what he did was he he came across two of the Penan, right? Okay. And basically, Wait, two separate tribes or two people from the Penan tribe? No, he found two 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 tribe members. Two tribe the members. Tribe. Okay, okay. Yeah. So as he wrote in his notebook, I just came across the tribe uh, whose name is the Penan people, mm. a nomadic hunter gatherer society, mm-hmm. and then one day. I decided I would go and try and live there for a couple of years. Okay. Okay, so he met up with these two two tribesmen ah. who basically ignored him and he followed them home. Yeah, you see, you see, you see, this is a typical Western rubbish, you know. They come to our place. They come uh-huh. to our country. We we didn't invite the fleur. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, clearly, the Penan didn't invite this fleur. No? Yeah, okay. No uh-huh. one invited him. He came and then he just decides, oh, I'm going to live with them now. You can ask them whether they want you. Exactly. Huh? Actually, actually, he does. Uh, and, at one point. And they say no. <laughs> no, wait. Hold on. So, the okay. A little bit of explanation of the Penan tribe. The Penan are a tribe of people who live off the rainforest of Sarawak. Okay. With fruits and plants as well as using blowpipes for hunting. Okay. Okay. So, the Penan people are known to live a very equal society. Mm. Where, where sharing is so common that they don't even have a word for thank you. Okay. Okay. So, Bruno was staying with them for a couple of years, right? All right. So, I'm very sure uh, they would have been like, I mean, we're all Asians, so we're kind of polite, isn't it? Uh-huh. I'm sure no one liked it, uh, that he was there. They were, <laughs> they were there. I'm just imagining, they were like, why? What is he? Why is he following us around? <laughs> so, however, at this point, Bruno didn't know any of their words. Of course not. And just followed them quietly. Yeah, you see? You see, they okay. they were like, oh, put in. I'm sure they didn't speak Malay lah. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, language, I'm, I'm just in the in yeah. that language like yes. Matsale Babi. Ah ah ah. I'm sure. I'm sure there was one fella. I'm sure there was one Penan fella who just went like, "Hey, bro, just just blow pipe him lah." Yeah, nobody will know. Yeah, nobody will know. Yeah, no, just nobody will come looking for him. No, yeah. look, yeah. he's been here for three days. Nobody looked for him. Yeah. Just you, just blow pipe him. And just leave him there. What What's going to happen? You're telling me that not one person in the tribe are like, wh- wh- why is he here? 
Who's this flirt? Also, also the fact that look, they are very nice people, but not so they didn't do. No, that. they're nice, but I'm sure they would have like you know at night they would have complained. It's like, listen, we need to. There's anybody has anybody told him <laughs> that we're like we're okay if he leaves. Uh? <laughs> so anyway, so this is according to Bruno's friend, uh, John Quinsley. Uh, to Time magazine in the year 2000, all right, uh, in the interview, he said, Bruno has thicker skin than anyone I have ever met. Yes, I mean, this is very... Apparent. I mean, it's plain to see. Yeah. Uh, he followed the nomadic group like a lost puppy. Okay. Okay. So, the Penan initially treated Bruno like a small child. <laughs> it's just, they're just taking him around like that. This is a tree. Yes. Now tie yourself to it. This is here. This is called rock. This is tree. Now rock, beat yourself. Ah, no. yeah. Rock for for you is pillow. Hey, but y'all got like actual uh, things to sleep. No, 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 no. For you, pillow. <laughs> but you got Tempur-Pedic mattress. You shut up. You, you, yeah. Shh. Yes, boy. Yes, yes, yes. Now sleep. So fondly remembering how he didn't even know how to fold a leaf into a spoon. You see, you, you, you see, you see, see. Ah, uh, this idiot is coming here. Okay. okay. Uh huh. Right. Uh-huh. To to to, and it's, it's it's just a typical story of Westerners coming and inconveniencing Asians. You know. You know what I mean? I mean, look, look. These Penan people got their own things to do. You think they want to spend the rest of the day teaching this idiot how to eat and make utensils? Ah, exactly. Like I they mean, the first thing and the first thing you learn is how to fold a leaf into a spoon, lah. At least you know. No, but you see, that's their culture. They grew up with. So now the entire tribe has to stop whatever they're doing uh-huh. and teach this stupid pale face flirt. This is how this is survive. basically the no, you know avatar. Why? Mm. Because they'll feel bad. Because this guy knows so little. He's liable to just kill himself off at any moment, you know. He'll just die by doing something stupid. Right? They don't want that, that on their know, conscience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, okay, you know what? Just eat with your hands. Yeah, you know, we can't get rid of you, so now we have to take care of you. It's it it's 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 worse than a dog, you know, because at least a dog's cute. <laughs> well, white people can be no. cute too. No, no, not not white people who wander into forests and say, "Hey, I live with you now." Shut up, lah. <laughs> so, but eventually, he learned to live the way they do, mm. eating nao, okay, uh, a type of starch made from the sago flour. Oh, okay. Hunting, fishing, all while wearing nothing more than the traditional penan loin cloth. Okay, all right. Okay, so. After a while, the penans took him in as well. Mm. Uh, I guess they had to him, at, at one point, they when, like, they realize, when they realized when they realized this idiot not going to leave, it's like might as uh, well. La. So, uh, calling him Lucky Penan. Okay. Or in translation, the Penan Man. Okay. Along Sega, the Penan community leader treated Bruno as if he was his own son. Ah, the nice people. Uh, la. So the and then over the over time the media got to know about him. How? Uh, I mean, I guess I mean I'm sure some of the missionaries would have come to this thing and see, hey, like, uh, hey, look, we are here to talk to you about a white man who saved your soul. Or like, like, look, look, we already got our own white man. It's fine. Oh, okay. 
Okay, yeah. So Deflus, we got Deflus one. Will be like, we got one ready. It's fine. Have you found Jesus? He's in the uh, he's in the barn. Have playing with some pigs. Dave, have you found Jesus? Have you found Bruno? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm serious because he went out three hours ago. We don't know where. <laughs> I, we're all. This happens every week. <laughs> Once the media got to know about him, they labeled him as a white thousand. yeah. There's so much bro. Okay. I mean, Tarzan was white, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that... <laughs> Do you? Okay. So, wait, hold on. Huh? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, 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 I assume when you say media, I'm talking about Malaysian media. No, no, no. This is international media. And they, are, they, are, they, are, they are more stupid than I, than I thought. Lah. No, no. Even the Malaysian media. Lah. At the end of the day, they were both as bad. Like I, I haven't got to that part yet, but I will, I will. Okay. So, so, but, so yeah. no one on a on a global level realized Tarzan was white. So they just had to say that he's a white Tarzan. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 And often painted him as a fool. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm okay with this. Who had gone native and taken two Penan wives. Uh, Bruno, however, denies this. He had he he didn't he didn't marry any of the Panan girls. He just says, "I just live with them." That's it. Okay, all right. I hope not. I hope it's not another case of a foreigner coming here taking taking a local wife. Huh? Okay, so between uh, so Bruno lived with them for two years, intimately with the Panan, mastering the Panan language, document documenting the eth- ethnology of the Panan and their natural environment okay right bruno adopted the panan way of life absolutely dressing in a loincloth hunting with a blowpipe and a bow and arrow uh eating with eating primates and snakes okay and the staple sago palm of the panan diet so and bruno's sensitivity and respect for the panan gained him an unprecedented status in the egalitarian and non-hierarchical community in the last several hundred nomadic panan i am i am so proud that you managed to say all those words you know dude i'm sweating i'm sweating i can see you struggling you, know? you can see the sweat yeah. beating down my eyes that's 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 the most impressive thing so far lah, i i may have screwed up a few words no, no, but no, doesn't no, no, matter no, 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 i no. made it sound convincing that's the whole no, point you you pronounced it like how a child would <laughs> when you're trying to pronounce a new thing but you did it properly Okay, fair enough. You Thank took you. your time. I'm very, I'm happy lah. Kavi, this MC is doing you well lah. This, okay, so this is the last hundred or so, uh, several hundred nomadic panan. This is the last of their tribe, yeah. right? So he also became a meticulous note keeper, mm. writing down a lot of things he learned and noticed <laughs> during his time in the jungle. So Bruno spent a lot of time drawing the things he saw around him as well. Like he spent time recording everything, sketching the pattern of a cicada's wing Mm. How how did Gibbon's hands were tied so that the animal p- could be carried, mm. and how the Penan drilled holes to make a blowpipe? Okay. Among these notes, he also um, admired their way of life. All right. Okay, so this is from Bruno's notes. Okay. I didn't once see two Penan quarrel with each other. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't even see one person shouting at another person. Mm. I didn't even see somebody interrupted while speaking. Right. This is from his notes. Right. Okay. Yeah. So 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 he's he's 
okay lah. So he's giving good insight to how the Penang people live lah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. he's doing good work. Okay, okay, uh, okay. In his own words, Bruno felt like the child in a belly of the mother. Yeah. Okay. Right. And he had found his paradise. So this is a hippie's wet dream, lah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's basically coming on himself, lah, the whole time. Okay. However, within less than a year. Uh, oh no. <coughs> he was already fighting with his life to keep this paradise intact. Okay. Okay. So Bruno discovered his Penan paradise at a time of great change and challenge. <clears throat> so the timber companies had oh, begun to creep okay. into areas where the Penan moved about. All right. All right. Okay. Yep. 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 As he began to go around the rainforest, seeking out the tribes and to bring them together in the fight to keep to keep their land, he organized meetings between the tribal people. Hmm? starts educating them on their rights and then become their secretary of sorts. Huh. And he was the only one who could, as he was the only one who could read and write, so he had to do that. Uh, together with Along Sega, who was the tribe leader of the people yeah. he stayed with, uh, Bruno helped from blockades and tried to stop the bulldozers. Wait, this fella actually did something good. Uh? Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm impressed. Lah. I like this. So, lah. another excerpt from his notes. It's a sad fact that the poor are exploited by the rich. Just hmm. without shame. Well, I'll get there. Don't worry. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I mean, look, we all know it's Arawa. Yeah. We all know. Oh no, you, no, no, no. you, you. Wait, 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 wait. You, you hear the story first. Okay, 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 okay. So it's a sad fact that the poor are exploited by the rich. Without shame, they are walking right over them. 10 years from now, all the untouched areas will be destroyed unless somebody stops it. Mm-hmm. Bruno says in his notes. This came at a very big cost to Bruno okay. as the attention he was getting made him a wanted man among some very powerful people. Okay, you know what? I take it back what I said earlier. Like, he may have started out clueless. Yeah. But uh, I think, I feel his heart's in the right place, bro. Okay. Uh, so, Malaysian officials were hardened by Bruno's presence in Sarawak. Some environmental groups blame Bruno for inflaming the Malaysian government. Okay. Prime Minister at that time, Mate Mohamad, Dr. Mate Mohamad, or now Tun Mate Mohamad, blamed Bruno for disrupting law and order. Uh-huh. So, what Tun Mate did at that time was he wrote a letter to Bruno. Okay. So, in that letter, it states, Okay, and I quote: huh? As a Swiss living in the laps of luxury, with the world's highest standard of living, it is the height of arrogance for you to advocate that the Penans live on maggots and monkeys and in their miserable huts, subjected to all kinds of diseases. Wait, wait, hold on. Mm. Okay, no, no, no. If you finish first, finish first. No, okay, that's that's. Oh, I mean, that's the excerpt of the letter. That was it. Uh, that was uh, apparently in 1992. Mate wrote that, lah. Okay. Tun is the only one calling them miserable, you know. I no one else. I know. No, <laughs> he's saying, say, "Get off your ivory tower." That's what he's saying. Yeah, right? he literally your... did. Yeah, but he is in an ivory tower. Yeah. Like you can't say, okay, look, he at least at least Bruno was actually living with them for two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. He okay. knows he 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 lived with them as them. Yeah, he's doing with them. Like, 
he's doing something to fight for them yeah right i can understand if it's some stupid you know hippie pants backpacker coming in there and then he's playing bongos every day yeah and then he does a blog and say oh no some someone should do something then shut up this chap lived we lived with them for 2 3 years you know yeah exactly and look he was in the thick of thi- things like he he knew what was going on so it's not in an ivory tower he's shouting from he's actually shouting from the ground right. so and i mean you know to to say get off your get off your high horse while you are sitting on a high horse he left then, his horse in the alps la and he came here no he slit the throat like you know sorry don't laugh so as you know uh, tun mate in 1987 invoked uh, malaysia's state security act to jail critics of the regime uh-huh. yes yes we know we know even now we know, we know. Uh, so the act was also used to neutralize the penan campaign yeah yep mm-hmm. over 1200 people were arrested for challenging the logging up to 1500 malaysian soldiers and police had stormed the barricades right. beaten and arrested people bulldozers had leveled nomadic camps and sarawak government tolerated criminal gangs hired by logging firms to intimidate the indigenous people this 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 went from a very nice uh, feel good movie about someone wanting to get away from it all to the malaysian government packing things up again and then comes the the chief Minister of Sarawak, mm. Tan Sri Taib Mabud. Mm. He responded with military operations targeting Bruno. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, through Bruno's embarrassing investigation and reports, Bruno gained the wrath of many timber companies. Right. Right. So he evaded uh, Malaysian security on numerous occasions to visit the Penan. Mm. Right, soldiers in Malaysia hunted him. He was captured by soldiers twice. Okay, wait, but twice. Escaped, oh, okay, twice, but escaped under gunfire. I okay, okay. So he was declared enemy of the state number one. Really, this this fella, this fella, Bruno Mansur. In the nineties, this fella was enemy of the state number one. Yes, according to uh uh Tai Bamod lah. Okay, all right, yeah. Okay, and then they put a bounty on his head. Some say it was five hundred thousand, some say it was fifty thousand, but there was a bounty on his head. Okay. But the source of the bounty remains unconfirmed. Uh, some say Tai Mahmud said, uh, "Screw it, I'll give you five hundred thousand to give me his head." Okay, right. So they wanted to kill him, and this all is very hard for Bruno because his visa expired. I mean, yeah, he's been living in the jungle. I mean, he was, he, he's he's been living in the jungle for like three years. I would assume uh, he didn't go and get it renewed at the embassy, lah. Let's just yeah, it's not like you know he can go to the embassy office in the jungle yeah. and get his you know passport renewed. Yeah, Which is very like far that. away from where he is, I assume, lah. Yep. So after all this, like they were they were going all out to to get him, right? Yeah. But after a while, eventually, he had to leave. To Switzerland because because his parents fell ill. Okay, how so? How he knew? That's my question. If he's in the jungle, how does he know all this? Maybe oh. someone sent him a letter, lah. Pro- I mean, probably when the tribe is trading with people from the outside, they get news and yeah, okay, okay, they get letter and stuff right, like right, that. So, right, right, right. uh, so so he had to go home. So he eventually, uh, he 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 went back to Switzerland. Forwarding address there, you think? <laughs> to Alok. 
Oh, okay. Jungle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, to Bruno, care of Along. Care of Along next next to the wild boar. <laughs> number 235. <laughs> Rock number 235. Rock 235, yeah. But even back in his hometown of Switzerland, homeland of Switzerland, he found new ways of helping the Penans. Okay. Oh, so he didn't stop. First, so you went then. He Continue didn't stop. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, you know, after his parents either got better or passed away, he didn't really say. Right? So, then he went to fight with the Penans. His first foray into stunt activism, activism was at the G7 summit. All right. Where he climbed a 30-foot lamppost mm-hmm. and hanged a banger, banner to it. Right? That says... Uh, the banner was uh, Save the Rainforest, right? So, the G7 summit in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, so, he hung the banner, followed by a hunger strike outside the Swiss Federal Palace to ask for a ban on tropical timber imports. From Malaysia, lah. From Malaysia, lah. I think, I think he didn't care, like, you know, all tropical timber should be banned. Okay, like, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. So, he, and he, he went on this hunger strike. Uh, I, I, look, there was a documentary on this, and also I was lead, I was, I was watching through the documentary, and I, the, 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 the Swiss were like, you know, he's he's embarrassing us, you know, he's going on hunger strikes and stuff like that, all because you know he wants to save the rainforest, he's embarrassing, you know, all the world leaders are here, and I'm just thinking to myself like, Diffler is actually doing good, you know, so why, he's, why he's, are you demonizing him? He's the only one fighting for something good there. Exactly. Because this is this is what I've always said, lah. You 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 no 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 government po- or politician in the world likes it when someone does anything good. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, even another thing he did was uh, so Bruno he made a self-made cart, right? Okay. To drop eight hundred meters mm-hmm. onto a cable car line. To hang a banner saying "Save the Rainforest in Germany." Okay. So you know, so he was doing all that, and this is some dangerous stunts, lah. Obviously, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. paragliding and all that. Uh, and of course, over time, uh, he still made Srawat Chief Minister Tai Mahmud very angry. I mean, this whole time. For that alone, I think they should give him an award, lah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this is Tai Mahmud's statement, ah. Huh? Yeah. It is hoped that outsiders will not interfere in our internal affairs. Okay. Especially people like Bruno Manser. The Sarawak government had nothing to hide. <laughs> ours, okay. ours is an open liberal society. Oh yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. sure. sure you, yeah, yeah, we all believe you. Yeah, you, you. You are very openly and liberally destroying the rainforest and the people who live there, right? Exactly. That's what he means, no, isn't no. it? Yeah, 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 liberally doing so as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this feud between Bruno and Tai Mahmud lasted for la- is, would last for more than a decade, right? So in 1998, in an effort to reconcile, Bruno offers to work on a cooperative effort to protect the Penan tribe, mm-hmm. while asking the government to pardon his previous immigration crimes, mm-hmm. because now he cannot come in, right? He obviously cannot come in back to. Uh, Sarawak because I mean the visa, immigration issues yeah. visa issues yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody's going to give him a visa if you overstay your visa for two years I now. mean I mean yeah, I mean Thai would have just straight away said like this fellow no yeah, exactly so 
he said, okay, pardon my my previous immigration immigration crimes. Let me go. Let me go back to the Penan, and I will help. You know, do a coordinative. Like you know, I will help move them around. Maybe give you all some space. Give us some space, kind of thing, right? So, and it's a good thing, right? That that's a good it's thing. Yeah. So, type office never got back to him. Of course not. Yeah. So Bruno decided to resort to more drastic measures. Oh, oh, he's escalating now. He's escalating. Yes. So in 1999, Bruno eventually snuck into Kuching. Yes, lah. <laughs> Wearing a business suit with a badly knotted tie, and then he went and rented a paraglider uh-huh. to deliver a toy lamb. Okay, like a you see, as an offer of peace directly to Thai Mahmud as it at his residence during a Hari Raya celebration. <laughs> well, quite, quite. Quite champion, are this lah? Champion? No, look, he okay. So he snuck into Kuching, right? Yeah. Fine, fair enough. Get it? Good for you. And then he went to the paragliding. This thing, he said, "Look, I want to paraglide straight into Tai Bamboo's fucking house." So this guy with an ugly business suit, right? Just paragliding over your house during Hari Raya. <laughs> yeah. Drops so a lamp. He's having a fucking Hari Raya do, and this fella fucking paraglides in with a toy lamp. How? Right? how confusing would that have had to be for everyone there time and he did and he did it right so he landed in Thai Mahmoud's front yard with a toy lamp right now predictably uh, Thai Mahmoud had him jail for a few days yeah so his captors uh, or the uh, people in the jail had recorded him playing with his toy lamp constantly while he was in prison mm-hmm. he was then shortly deported back to Switzerland But his actions were starting to get a lot of attention. This is from the news articles that came out before. After that, lah. After hearings, after hearing of Mans's actions, Al Gore oh. condemned the logging activities in Sarawak. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Exactly. Prince Charles also described the treatment of the Penan tribe as genocide. Okay, okay, okay. Prince Charles can shut up, lah. He can. Yeah. He he needs to stop talking. He, uh, why? Why? Who 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 asked for that idiot's uh, opinion? His ears can pick up satellite word. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did did you know they are using his ears to check for extraterrestrial signals? And also, no, no. His left ear is for check for extraterrestrial. His right ear is the one that is broadcasting BBC. Oh, is his ear is broadcasting? <laughs> yeah yeah. That's how they broadcast to the satellite and onto the world. Using it to bounce to every other satellite in orbit. Yes, yes, yes. So the the British Broadcasting Corporation of uh, Prince Charles' right ear, uh, the BBC, and the National Geographic Channel produced documentaries about the Penan tribe, and the Penan stories were also featured on Prime Time Live. What is that? There's some prime time live is a channel right in US. I don't know. Okay, Universal Studios started developing an action adventure horror script. What? The, what? 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 Ah, uh, yeah. See, see, see. Wait, listen to the listen to the the yeah, the yeah. plot. Okay. Give me the so, give me the pitch. <laughs> okay, the pitch. Okay, so Universal Studios started to develop an action adventure horror script, where the Penan tribe. Use their rainforest wisdom to save the world from catastrophe. 
I mean, uh, you know, as progressive as Hollywood is, uh, and has been, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> sometimes they just need to not make things worse, lah. I feel <laughs> they need to. You, you know what the issue with Hollywood is? Nobody is there to tell anybody to calm down. You know. <laughs> I know. I know. Look at Universal Studios. Okay, uh, let's face it, lah. Universal Studios is one of the bigger studios, right? Yeah. And they decided to do like a action adventure horror, like for fucks, ah. This guy is trying to, you know, fight for the indigenous people. Okay, half a world away, and and one executive goes, "This will make a great summer block." You know who we can choose to play him, ah, uh, Patrick Swayze, like you, 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 see, you see, you see, it's nonsense. Patrick Swayze as Along Sega. Oh, oh, not not even Bruno, no. <laughs> No, you know white people are going to play the fucking Padan tribe, right? You know. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, Warner Brothers also developed a script on Bruno Mance's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Padan tribe also received uh, coverage in Newsweek, Time magazine, and the New Yorker. So it went, it went international. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got a lot of attention. Uh, but I think the biggest uh, whistleblower until today is the Sarawak report. Okay, our what's her name? Um uh, Claire Rucastle Brown. <clears throat> right, she uh, they they started the Sarawak report started because of the logging. Okay, yeah. I mean, right, oh, to, she, she and uh, she and Taiba they got oh. there's no love lost there. La. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah. I mean, same thing here. La. I mean, Taib is basically an asshole who basically raped Sarawak of their natural oh, resources. The whole country knows this. The entire yeah. country knows what a horrible, evil person Taib is. That's that's not up for debate. You know, the, the worst part is it's so common knowledge that we won't even get in trouble for saying this. You know? No. Who? For, for like, what? We know. Like, basically, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, the ball is round. Yeah. Water is wet and type Mahmood is an asshole. Everyone knows yeah. he's evil. Even he knows he's evil. You see... No, no, that, he knows. That's the problem. Uh, but Bruno's dedication was slowly chipping away. Mm. He noticed more and more Penan families being forced to selling off their land for money and out of desperation. Mm. In the end, Bruno knows that he had failed to bring any change where change was needed mm-hmm. the most in the jungles of Sarawak. Mm-hmm. Bruno himself said that his efforts were having less than zero effect. Right. So in 2000, in the year 2000, uh, Bruno Manser attempted to re-enter Sarawak again. Mm. This time leaving from Kalimantan, Indonesia. Kalimantan, okay. So he tracked his way back into Sarawak through the thick jungles with a couple of uh, uh, guides and this thing lah. After some trekking, he and some friends reached the Sarawak-Kalimantan border. Okay. From there, uh, he told the guides, don't worry, I got it from here. Uh, so he and one more Penan man, right? So he had a Penan guide named Nari continued the trip from the, uh, from the Sarawak border. Okay. Right? So then, meanwhile, Bruno wrote a postcard back to his girlfriend in Switzerland. In it, he complained of a broken rib. Okay. Oh no. And Bruno tells Nari that only that he only needed to follow him up till the nearest mountain. Mm-hmm. And that he wanted to climb the mountain Batu Lawi alone. Okay. And with a broken rib. 
yeah so he basically so when he reached the mountain he told nari it's okay thank you very much i'll i'll from here i'll go myself okay. right so after that conversation that would be the last time anyone saw bruno manser alive right okay okay so he disappeared from the face of the earth so they have sent people to to look for him uh they have they have sent people nari himself brought people through the track everything mm-hmm. uh they went up the mountain they could not find any uh traits of him lah traits of him like his backpack you know things that he dropped nothing nothing okay. zero okay right not even his body or anything so like so he disappeared off the face of the earth mm. right now there's many uh what do you call that theories of what happened like, allegedly okay. that some people said as he okay this is one theory right All that right. he when he got to the top of the batulawi mountain mm. where he could see the jungle as a whole mm. he saw how much of the logging has been done mm. and how much of the jungle that's left mm. and he got so sad that he decided to kill himself okay right that's one theory okay because as because as the i mean some of the panan as they went up the mountain they also saw like you know like you know be, when you go up the mountain, all you could see was green last time now you can see like you know fucking logging here logging there you know all this kind of thing bungalow here so that's one theory another theory is that i mean which is the more likely one is that he got injured fell down died yeah right yeah, yeah. and of course the most popular one mm-hmm. is that time mamud you know i mean uh that's not something you can um 100% uh, say uh, didn't happen lah yeah so i mean it's unlikely concrete lah this particular nothing instance concrete. i feel is unlikely i think i i think maybe the second one i mean no the thing was the i mean he had the military go after him he had the you know so many people and type would have known that he would have entered kalimantan mm, okay Yep. through his indonesian context or whatever he would have known we cannot say for sure we cannot we say. cannot say no no at the end it is all speculation alleged i don't know only thing, we, the only thing we can say for sure is uh type and the malaysian government don't give a single damn about indigenous people lah no they do not and look i mean you can look at google maps now right if you look at google maps now and you just zoom in on sarawak like the satellite images hmm. You can see how green it used to be, Sarawak, mm. and now you can see how brown it is. Yep, yep, yep. Right, because of all the rainforest just being cleared off. So yeah, after all this, after all this, the Bruno Manser uh, fund, or in, because it's Swiss, right? The Bruno Manser fund, the BMF. Okay. So so he set up the BMF, and it's still running until now. It's still running to save the the Run rainforest, uh, the Penan people, the rainforest, everything. So it's all there. Ah, uh, if you go on YouTube, there's a there's a documentary. Ah, uh, I believe his cousin, uh, Bruno Mensa's cousin, mm. goes on the trail of Bruno Mensa and finds the Penan people and talks to the Penan people about Bruno, and they all love him. Mm. They all love Bruno. Okay. Right, they all talk to talk to the the guy about how you know Bruno is saying, and there is also a movie about Bruno Mansa. Okay, that they actually made. That they actually made. 
Okay. And I saw the trailer of it. It's actually not bad lah. What's the movie called? The movie is called Paradise War. Okay. The story of Bruno Mansa. Okay. Right? It's uh it's it was released in 2019. Okay. Right? So you can watch the official trailer on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know where you can watch the full movie. I'm not sure. I know. <laughs> no, no, we all know. <laughs> uh yeah. But it's a really I look the trailer looks great actually. Okay. Okay, I'll check honestly, it out. Honestly, honestly the tra- I I look I I mean I was expecting a B grade kind of thing. But I mean okay there's no like actors it, it was a German made film, right? Mm. Or Swiss made film or something. But uh it was I I it looked good lah from the trailer. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean at least uh I just hope Okay, I'll watch it and I just hope they treat it with respect lah. That's all I can say lah. Do you want to see how Bruno looks like? Yes. Okay, wait ah. Uh. And then you can probably link it to in the whatever lah for the people who listen to Machaman. Yeah, hold on ah. Uh. I uh this is sad lah. It's such a, it's, a, it's a nice story lah. I mean, can you see it? It's a bittersweet so okay, yeah, I can see. Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, which one okay. is it? Yeah, okay. uh, clearly the white one. No, uh, no, because the the local guy looks less tan than him. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not wearing the glasses. So I can't. Okay, 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 okay. So this is this is him with the with the right, blockade. Right, 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 right. And uh, this is the the cable car one Ooh. that he did. Okay. Right. Uh, this is him. Uh, basically, paragliding way. into types residence. Yes, that's gumpa. Right. Uh, this is the Time magazine. Uh, this thing okay. when he when he vanished. Uh, this is him lah. Basically, you know what? I take it back lah. Earlier when we started, I thought it's going to be some weird thing. Yeah. No, I I I was expecting that you you think it's weird, but yeah. it's not. You know what? I I wanted a feel good story lah. You know what? You see, if we get more of these type of uh, Western people coming to Malaysia to find themselves, mm. I'm okay with it, right? Yeah. Look, if you come and do this, okay. If you come here and you go and hang around in Jalan Bukit Bintang and ask for people to donate to you because you're playing your stupid ukulele, yeah, yeah. Then That's... you know what? Don't don't waste our time. Yeah, you stay in your country and do exactly. And did you hear? Did you hear about the the the, the American lady? Okay. In in uh, what's the name? Uh, in Bali. In Bali, ah. Uh. So okay, what she did was, so this African American lady, yeah, living in Bali, and she's uh she's gay lah, obviously. Okay. Uh, why, I, I don't why, know why why I, why I, why why? Listen, I don't know why I said obviously. Why is it obviously, I don't know. I don't to know. To whom was but, it obvious? No, she. But she posted. She posted on Facebook saying, like in, in, in retribution lah. She's like, you know, uh, screw the USA. You know, fuck the USA. Whatever. Oh, I heard about this. And 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 you know, Bali is great. I'm living here with my my partner, and I'm having a great time. Uh, blah 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 blah. And then the Indonesian government found out about it that she was living here. Yeah. And deported her. Yeah. You see. You see. So, you see? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't be an asshole lah. Don't. Yeah. Just. You don't have to make everything a a show about it, you know. Exactly. You know, exactly. if 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 you found a good place to live somewhere, you just do it, lah. Don't you don't have to tell every single. No one asked, you know. 
you know what i mean you yeah, yeah. you happy you happy la who are you anyway uh back on happier news no no i mean uh the fact that i think we want to do something for our oh no uh, wait we're done with the story already yeah we're done with the story, oh, story okay okay no la it's just again as i've always said uh i mean as you can see here like it's not something new that's been happening like you know this 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 stupid governments governments uh, and i'm saying plural uh, mm-hmm. that we had in this country they they just as much as they say they care about malaysia they really 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 don't no they do care they don't they, they, they care about their money coming that's all exactly that's what i'm going to say they care about themselves they care about their bellies and they care about their bank accounts yeah. that's about all they care about that's it they really don't care and it sucks that it had to take someone from switzerland to come here and 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 do something yeah and that also you know him alone was very difficult to do yeah. like you know at the I end mean, of the day i know there are a lot of ngos now who are fighting for this and that's good but you can just imagine la the amount of um uh what do you call this uh, uh pushback that they get you know Oh yeah, I mean, you know, look, I I've known some of these NGOs and I known their fight and even now up to a point they have no power to change anything. Yeah, I mean, the illegal course, loggers are still strong in yeah. in Sarawak, in Sabah, even in Pahang, when you know, you at the end of the day, powerful people acting like gangsters basically. Yeah. It's not going to be easy lah. So all I'm telling you all is uh is um No, you 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 know what? I don't want to say start the revolution. I'm not going to say that because we got no time. One. Okay. And secondly, uh, I don't want to give Nave the satisfaction. Okay. Shout out to Nave. <laughs> Shout out to Nave, our listener who it's you know it's cons- it's not happening. It's not happening, but we can we can we we can affect change in in better ways lah. Just don't 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 listen to Nave is what I'm saying. <laughs> Heal the world. Make it a better place. No, no, no! Just no. kick all these petty politicians out. That's what you need to do. Exactly. We don't need a government. Actually, we don't. Just, just if there's one thing you can take away from this, one thing I've always been saying is: do not trust politicians at all. They are worthless. They are all useless. There is no point for them. Uh, especially if you know you can vote somebody and then they think they own you, lah. That is true. That is true. And I will. And spe- I will end by saying that all those comments were only from Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Uh but however, please follow us on our Instagram page uh the matcha men and thank you so much. I have to say one thing lah. Thank you so much to our listeners because I've been getting a lot of messages from people about stories that I can do and stuff like that and trust me they are all uh you know in the file. for me to you know pick on it and stuff like that there was there's there's some really interesting stories and I, i you will be hearing about them soon lah that's the reason why you don't have access to this i know i know i understand which is why i want so can i can i can i do the thing now yeah okay so um so i don't have access to that because then i will i will get to know the stories and it won't be fun but i had an idea uh since we mco and lockdown it's hard for kavinus to meet up to actually record um full episodes so This idea that I have to all our listeners or our listeners' friends, which you know, y'all please share this uh, podcast also. Yeah, we need more listeners, lah. Yeah. So here's what I thought we can do: something a bit fun. Why don't y'all send in short, uh, brief stories, Malaysian stories, weird stories that you might have heard 
first hand, second hand, third hand from your grandfather's uncle's grandmother's mechanics lawyer. Okay, mm. send all these weird Malaysian stories into us. Um, don't have to be very long. Okay, just keep it short, keep it brief. No need resolution. Also, it's fine. Okay? okay, send in a few of those stories. And the idea that I had is, I want to, I want um to do a matcha man where Kevin will read all these these short, weird, weird Malaysian stories, and then we react to it. Yes, and I think that'll be fun. So instead of one big story. Let's have uh, one episode. We have smaller stories from y'all, the listeners, from your life, from what you've heard before. Uh, it doesn't have to be 100% necessarily true. It can just yeah. be something y'all heard. No, it's something you, you heard from your uncles, aunties, yeah. wh- whoever. doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the weirder, the better. Uh, so go to uh, The Macha Man's Instagram page. Just message the story that you have and... We'll get on it. Lah. So I hope you all can do that. Uh, I think it'll be pretty fun. Yeah, you can also send it to our page, uh, Kiran Baladevan uh, on Instagram. Uh, Kiran BDT. On Instagram. On Instagram. Or Twitter or yes. uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm Kavin J on all three as well. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So you can send it to us personally. You can send it to the group page. But also like the page. Lah. It'll be nice lah, to have like more than 100 Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. likes. Please follow and, and just get get people uh uh listening. Like, I think it'll be nice to get everybody listening to just weird nonsense. Alright, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, that is our our episode for today. Lah. Thank you everybody and uh, don't vote for idiot politicians. <laughs>